When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Say goodbye to the food police and hello to peace. Welcome to the Love Food Podcast, hosted by dietitian and food behavior expert, Julie Duffy Dillon. This authentically engineered series is in the form of a love letter, welcoming you to reconnect with food. Now pour a cup of coffee or a margarita and let's begin. And welcome to the season four finale and episode 222 of the Love Food Podcast. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, registered dietitian and partner on your food peace journey. I am so glad you're here. Thank you for connecting today. I'm coming to you today in my makeshift studio in my home. Actually, it's in my bedroom of all places. And I hope this is finding you well. I hope it's finding you safe. Safety is certainly something that we've been thinking a lot about and talking a lot about, not only because of the COVID pandemic, but also because of police brutality. Black listeners, I have been thinking more about you since we've been having more protests. I've been um, wanting to do as much as I can and also knowing that that's not enough. I am continuing to do my work in anti-racism, studying hiring people to help me to do better, to raise my children better. And so I want you to know I'm with you in solidarity and Black Lives Matter. And I also want to make sure that I'm providing a resource for people that is helpful and not harmful. Do you have any feedback for me? I welcome it. I welcome it and and so grateful for it. If you have any feedback for me about the Love Food Podcast or any content that you've gotten from me that allows it to be safer, better, and less harmful, and you have the bandwidth to give me the feedback, just know I'm so grateful. And you can shoot an email directly to me, julie at juliedillonrd.com. If you are new to the Love Food Podcast, welcome. And the Love Food Podcast is for those who have a complicated relationship with food, hoping to rewrite their fate. And we structure the episode to include a letter from someone just like you who tells us about this complicated relationship by actually writing a letter to food. And you're going to hear that in just a second. This episode's letter is coming right up after a quick 60-second sponsor break. Be right back. 
This episode of a Love Food Podcast is brought to you by my PCOS and Food Peas course. If you experience polycystic ovarian syndrome, I know you've been told you have to diet in order to manage the condition. I know you've been told that you have to lose weight to manage the condition. And I am here to tell you there are other options. There are so many other ways to manage the condition. You can reclaim the expert role of your body. You can do intuitive eating work. If you'd like to find out more about this self-paced online course that includes monthly coaching calls with me, go to PCOSandfoodpeace.com. Also, stick around for the end of the episode where I'm going to be sharing a very uh, exciting new project that I've been working on, and um, it's going to include another way for you to come together with other people experiencing PCOS. So be sure to check out the end of the episode where we get into all the details. All right, enough of all that. Let's get to this episode's letter. Dear wonderful, delightful, complicated food, we've had a long relationship of valleys and peaks, and after a long time, I finally feel like we're at a pleasant plateau. I'm no longer caught up in the very restrictive behaviors of anorexia that I experienced when I struggled to control other aspects of my life. I recognize that sometimes my body needs more of you, and I'm usually able to eat without feeling overwhelmed by grief and negative thoughts. My husband is kind, loving, and better than anything I thought possible. And yet, I am very aware that plateaus have boundaries, and I'm afraid that in this case, the boundary is a cliff, mostly related to aging. I have almost always been in a fat body, but about seven years ago, through severe restriction, I was small enough to shop in straight-sized stores for the first time since I was a freshman in high school. As nice as the compliments were, I was harming myself and my relationship with you. While my therapist was outstanding in helping me build the strength to leave an abusive situation, he encouraged my weight loss. Leaving abuse meant a new career, and while I never planned to be in healthcare, that is where I find myself. I work in long-term care. And Did you know that every time you listen to an ad on this podcast, you help cover the cost of producing Find Your Food Voice? Thank you to our sponsor, Equilibria Daily Women's Microbiome Defense. Because of them, my team and I can continue our independent podcast. Equilibria is a women-owned wellness brand with unique science-backed products that help bring your mind and back my mind and body back into harmony. EQ's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense is a three-in-one capsule that supports your digestive health and promotes gut barrier protection. It also promotes optimal vaginal pH. These probiotics were chosen because they are studied for women's health. And I love that you can subscribe. So if you find that Equilibria's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense helps you, you can subscribe so you don't have to think twice about running out and also save 25% off. I just started taking the Equilibria Daily Women's Microbiome Defense after a trip overseas that made my GI tract kind of funky. I am hoping that it helps make things just a little bit easier, easing back in. And also as a woman, as a woman in midlife, I'm always looking for ways to help with vaginal pH. If you are not in midlife yet, just be aware, it's a thing that is around the corner for you. 
So head to myeq.com and use code FOODVOICE for 15% off Equilibria's microbiome defense and much more. That's myeq.com and use code FOODVOICE at checkout for 15% off site-wide today. All right, let's get back to the show. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Every day, I listen to the fatphobic opinions of the medical community. In the last five years, I have regained all the weight I lost and more. At work, I'm always the fattest person in the room. I try to tune out water cooler discussions of their personal diets, but when we discuss patient health, I am overwhelmed. Two patients can have generally equal diagnoses, symptoms, and test results, but if one is fat, their situation is blamed on their weight. And pain is nearly always reduced to If they would lose X pounds, they wouldn't be in pain. I have also had some health setbacks in these recent years. I am now disabled and experience chronic pain. I was finally diagnosed with PCOS or polycystic ovarian syndrome after 26 years since my first period. I have had to stop the medication that helped regulate it because of potentially deadly side effects. I know that because of PCOS, my food needs are different from others and that I experience hunger, fullness, and cravings differently. Food, I'm afraid that when I'm older and need more medical care, they will not be able to see past the numbers on the scale. I am afraid that if I ever need residential health care, my nutrition needs will not be met because I will be served the same thing as everyone else on their schedules according to rules made by bureaucrats. We have worked so hard to get to this place and I'm afraid that the medical community is going to destroy that. I fear that they will not care if restriction makes my hair fall out again as long as my waist gets smaller. Please help me find ways to stay on good terms with you while advocating for myself within a fatphobic system. Sincerely, Allied Health Worker in Need of an Ally. Hey there, letter writer. Thank you for your note. And I want to spend some time sorting through the parts of your experiences that I see as yours to sort through and the parts that appear to be not your burden. Thank you for taking us on a walk with you as you're examining where your eating disorder recovery is going. And thank you for sharing with us your cliff, you know, understanding and appreciating and knowing where the cliff of relapse lives is so important for anyone who's building their recovery from an eating disorder or a diet culture. Just knowing where it is at all times is really, really important. And I think it's important to appreciate too, as you're kind of basking in the glow of wow, this is what freedom is like. This is what being in in my body is like. And this is what peace can look like. 
this is what it is. As you're connecting with all of those things that you've worked for years to reclaim, I appreciate how that can be really vulnerable and scary because you don't want to lose it. It's so scary to connect with how awesome things are most of the time. I'm not saying it's fabulous all the time, especially for your lived experience that you outline in your letter, but just also connecting with like, this is food freedom. It's not something that I have to think about all the time. And when you connect with that part of it, it's really scary to think about that leaving again. And I hear your constant pressure to be smaller um, by being alive in this world and engaged in this world and recovering in a fat body you're going to get that message. You're by choosing to live your life and engage in the world in a fat body, you're having to re-traumatize yourself every single day. And so I appreciate how that will feel really scary to know that shit, that may leave at any moment. If someone says something that is going to take away access to healthcare or access to something, I, again, I, it sounds like you're really aware that that could happen. And it's important for for me, especially as someone in a thin white body to not say I understand, but also I hear you, I believe you, and I'm with you on this. And it's, again, really important to know where that cliff is. But here's what I really want you to, I don't know, I wish there was like a way I could send you this um, ability or just... I don't know if ability is the right word because I, you are able, you're living in it right now, but I just wish there was a way that we could protect this freedom right now. And that, that fear, what I hear it's starting to do is to peel back that freedom because of it and robbing you of the moment you have right now. When you can, when you're able Don't let fear rob you of another moment, another moment of peace and freedom and being in your body and claiming expert role of your body. Don't let that take any more away from you. Fat phobia um, steals so much for so many people. I don't want it to take another moment. So let's consider the parts that are not yours, you know, um, There's so much of eating disorder recovery, especially in years past that we often would say, and I can say for myself as a clinician, I used to tell people like their negative body image was a cognitive distortion, that it was their problem to rewire, that it was all in their head. And that was my own um, privilege. That was my own, um, I just had more ease to, to push away fat phobia and I think it's really important as a clinician and, um, you know, someone who is listening to your experience to really have a, an appreciation that you are living in a world where you have to play on that mountain that has a cliff. In order to recover from your eating disorder, those of you who are recovering in a body that's marginalized, whether you live in a black body, an indigenous body, a queer body, a fat body, maybe many of those, maybe maybe all of those, it means that in order to recover and to be engaged in the world, you need to be on that mountain and have to be always aware of that cliff. 
and we have not provided enough for you to be able to make rehab recovery happen by saying it's all in your head. Because for you, letter writer, and anyone listening, it's not in your head. We know that you don't have access to as much. And you know your experience, letter writer, in long-term care has given you a front row seat into how fat phobia even affects us in the years where we should not even give a shit about what our body appears like. Can't that be the time where we just be and experience the life we have left to live? But as you know, it's it's not the case. Fat phobia is blamed on chronic pain. It's blamed on every disease um, and especially the ones that we often see at the end of life, like diabetes and kidney disease and liver disease. Those are things that happen to people of all shapes and sizes, especially at our later years, at our end of life. But like you said, many people side by side with the only difference being body size, body size will be the blame for the person in a higher weight. And so what it's going to take is we all need to come together. We need to rally together to change the system in order for you, letter writer, to not have to always be so aware of that cliff so you can truly be free and truly move away from those bad body thoughts. We need to help you. And it's really important to to acknowledge that. Part of my food peace system has six keys to it. And rally was the last key for a long time. But in the last year or two, I've really moved it up into the second or third key of food peace in the food peace journey because we need to come together as a community, as a country, as a world. We need to come together. We need to rally. And the only way really to change fat phobia is for us to come together. We can't rely on you, letter writer, who is experiencing the oppression, who's experiencing the fat phobia to speak up for yourself and to band change. The only way we're going to actually see change, what I've come to appreciate by getting supervision from people who experience um, recovery in this way, who live in marginalized bodies, is that we those of us with privilege need to join hands with you and speak up too. So that is my rally call, I guess, to you, the listener, um, and for you, letter writer, is in order for this letter writer to be free, we need to come together. And how are we going to do that? You know, we... I don't know the answer to that because I know that it's still forming, but I think it is so very important to acknowledge for you, letter writer. This is not in your head. But I think it's really interesting that you have this experience right now in this place of food peace where you can impact the people individually you're working with in your long-term community. And it may not mean speaking up because, again, I don't think that's your burden. If you have the voice, if you have the bandwidth, to speak up and advocate for people of size in your long-term care facility. Oh my goodness, I think that is amazing. And um, if you can't, that's a that's part of the bigger picture. And but the relationship you can have with the residents there that are in higher weight bodies to be able to 
just to be in communication and community with people, to see people, to tell them you believe them and um, advocate that with, with them and for them however you can, which again could just mean letting them know that you believe them. So many people have told me that is a really powerful thing to hear from a healthcare provider is that I see you, I hear you, I believe you. While that's not enough, it is something. And I would encourage you to do that when you have the, the ability to do so. There are a few healthcare providers that have similar lived experience to you, letter writer, and to anyone who can relate to this letter writer's experience. Um, if you are looking for more people to follow, to um, hire as your providers, I would highly recommend them. And they've both been guests on the Love Food Podcast. The first person I recommend is Shira Rosenbluth. She was on the Love Food Podcast not too long ago, and Shira has been able to describe to us her experiences on Instagram. If you follow her there, it is at the Shira Rose, and she is a psychotherapist out of New York, but her work has been so important to me as um, I really get to an appreciation of what it's like to recover from an eating disorder into a fat body. This is not an unusual experience. It's a very common experience. It's the most common way for someone to recover and unfortunately is so traumatic and hard to access care that's going to allow a person's body to naturally be where it needs to be when it is needing to be in a fat body. And Shira, I am so grateful for her work. I encourage you to hire her, follow her work, support her. And she also is someone that experiences PCOS. I think you'll find her work to be really, really important and a, a great way to kind of rally together in community. The other person that I highly recommend is a dietitian. Her name is Christina Johnson, and she's out of Dallas, Texas. Christina is a black dietitian, and she describes what it's like to recover in a world where her body is not represented. And again, I think it's really important for as providers, especially providers who look like me, who are white, thin, cisgender women, to be able to um, appreciate that by us taking up all this space, it's preventing access to people who um, don't look like us to be able to actually get care. And Christina is an amazing clinician. She is someone that um, if you are looking for a dietitian, I would encourage you to hire her. She works virtually. And so I would really encourage you to check out her Instagram to learn more. And her Instagram account is at encouraging dietitian. One more thing I want to mention that has sort of been a secret is that I have been building a PCOS body liberation community with Laura Burns. So Laura Burns is a fat yoga teacher out of Houston, Texas, and she is someone that actually was a part of my PCOS and Food Peace course membership community from the very beginning. She was one of the first people who joined many years ago, and we've gotten to know each other over the years. She's also been a guest on the PCOS and Food Peace podcast, which you can find um, in the show notes. I'll put a link to it. But also, um, it was last summer when we had that podcast. But Laura is an amazing um, teacher, and she's someone that is um, experiencing recovery in a fat body as well, just like you, um, letter writer. And something that we have been talking about for, gosh, it's been eight or nine months now, is wanting to build a community that allows people with PCOS to come together without diet culture. You know, diet culture is white supremacy's tool to put a wedge 
between us and to keep us distracted and continue to harm us. And we've been really wanting to find a way to do that. And not really about Laura and me, but just provide space for people to come together. And we are actually launching that on July 1st. This is going to be a community again that is going to be um, a lower cost community. So we wanted it to be something that was accessible to as many people as possible. We're also going to be giving away um, every month um, a six-month membership into the community for those who do not have economic access to join. Um, and so we're really excited to provide that space. And so for you, Letter Writer, or anyone who identifies with this Letter Writer, um, I would encourage you to check it out. You can find out all the details at PCOSBodyLiberation.com. And again, it's going to be a community that will be um, live on Facebook. We'll have a private Facebook group that we a hub of activity. And then we're also going to have these peer mentoring communities. They're called PCOS pods. We'll, we'll group together people in similar life um, experiences and regions of the world and um, allow the space, kind of having um, prompts that people can um, talk through amongst their smaller group and then bring it to the larger community. We're also going to have um, weekly lives and then monthly chats. It's going to be really fun. We are so excited about it. And I cannot wait for you to check out the details. If you're not really interested in joining something like that, do check us out on on, on Instagram. It is at PCOS Body Liberation. That is the Instagram handle. We'll have lots of free content there too. And the number one reason we are building this community is Laura and I really want to provide space for you to rally together. Because remember, this is not an individual's burden to dismantle diet culture. This is something that we need to rally together. And holy shit, a bunch of people with PCOS who are rejecting diet culture, who are calling out anti-racist ties to how PCOS is treated, everybody just better watch out is what I think. I think there's actually going to be so much power in this community. So check it out. And I can't wait to see you in there. All right, so I see that food is written back. But before we get to food's letter, I want to know if you are willing to send a dear food letter over to us. I want to read your letter in season five. I need it. I need more letters for season five because I don't have any more. I need to have yours. So if you want to be a part of season five of the Love Food Podcast, send over your dear food letter to lovefoodpodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this episode of the Love Food Podcast, I would love it if you left a rating, review, shared, or subscribed to the show, especially with season four ending. If you want to be able to get quick access to season five once it goes live, subscribing will help you to always have it when it's ready to go. But yeah, doing any of those acts of kindness really helps the show grow. It helps more people find access to food peace, and I would be eternally grateful if you do any of those acts of kindness. All right, so... I will miss you, but I look forward to seeing you in September. And until next time, take care. Dear allied health worker in need of an ally, our journey together has been long, arduous, complicated, and very important. We see the joy now at times, especially when you're okay not controlling us. The food peace journey has been so much easier lately, and we see the fear on your face that any minute you'll lose it all and have to start all over again. 
No one or nothing can take away the steps you've taken, and we hope you can connect with the power to reject the fear of relapse. Now is the time to rally together. Connect with social distance and a mask with others in the food peace space. This is not your burden to carry alone, rather for all of us to dismantle. When your arms are tired, please rest and know others are working together toward food peace for black bodies, queer bodies, fat bodies, trans bodies, disabled bodies, and all the unnamed bodies harmed by white supremacy's diet culture. Love, food. Thank you for listening. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, and this is a Love Food Podcast. Do you want access to more food peace? Jump on over to my website and join my email list. There, I share exclusive content that I don't share anywhere else. Get access to these tips and strategies by going to juliedillonrd.com forward slash sign up. And I look forward to seeing you here next week for another episode of the Love Food Podcast. Take care. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.